Hello, this is um, Ariel Parker, and we are going to talk about um, basically being polyamorous. Polyamorous is not for everybody. It really isn't, and I understand that. But in order to be happy in a poly relationship, you have to make sure that all people are in a um, good state of mind and knowing that you have boundaries and you can also have rules like 100% if you want rules that's fine I just wished that I learned that throughout my relationships but I didn't I ended up um like I said in a very very bad toxic relationship now I'm not saying that Polly is bad I'm not saying that the person I was with was a terrible person it's just, it's more the lines of, like, can I do better? Like, can you do better in polyamorous? Of course you can. There's just, like, trial and error. It's like, okay, so five years feels like I wasted my time. Now, for you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure that you've been in, in poly relationships way longer than I have. And that's fine, too. But poly for what I was told in the very beginning was like, it was basically like a pyramid. I didn't understand what I was being told. It was like, why is relationships like a pyramid? Because relationships are about opening your heart to everybody, but also setting up boundaries and being really, really healthy with each other. It's just that I don't think, well, actually, I don't think, I, I know now that Mr. J and um, Mr. T were very, um, very, very toxic, I guess you could say. They're very, very toxic people. And they made my experience very, very bad, I feel. Now, for you guys, I'm sure you guys had way worse stories than, than what I've been through. And I, and I can understand. Because when you go through domestic violence, when you go through um, an assault that happened to me, it really opens your eyes. It's like, I need to set better boundaries for myself. I need to be very, very strict and say no. And I feel that my boundaries were overstepped as well from Mr. J's perspective. But um, like I said, it's, uh, it's a very hard situation. It's like, I enjoy being poly because it gives me the chance of being able to date more than one person. And that's what poly is. Like, you can date multiple people. You can um, have tons of friends with benefits. You can have tons of secondaries and primaries, so forth and so forth. You, you, you can have kids with polyamorous relationships, and I've seen it. And it's wonderful. But when it comes to kids and such in polyamorous relationships, it's, um, it's, very, it's very, very difficult. Because it can either be both of you made the kid or made the child. Then it leads to court and it leads to drama. So that's also something that has happened in the past with other people now i didn't become poly out of like fucking nowhere that's that that's not how it happened i knew that i wanted to have more people in my life like years ago i just didn't know how to do that until i met mr j again like in 2015 but i didn't date him until 2017 so anyways i wished I had the tools today than who I was back in 2017 because 
I didn't have any tools. I was just thrown in. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be trying to mean Polly. And I, I love being Polly. It's, <laughs> it's so interesting that people like to label relationships like, oh, well, you're going to be a secondary. No, you're going to be a tertiary. No, you're going to be a primary. And I don't like labels, ladies and gentlemen. I don't like labels. Like, why would you label someone and call them your tertiaries, your secondaries, your primaries? Use their names, you know? It's like, why, why does it always have to be about labels? I kept asking myself that. It's like, why have labels and why treat people like shit? in a polyamorous relationship because I was treated like shit and I didn't feel that I was treated equally to the primaries because the primaries always get the the main um the main priorities which is fine but I'm someone who likes to have a well-balanced relationship where both parties are getting the same attention just not the titles because the titles to me ladies and gentlemen is bullshit yes I said bullshit because <laughs> let me tell you, I don't need to be told that I'm someone's tertiary or friends with benefits because I just want to have a relationship where it's healthy. There's communication because there was no communication in that relationship. Then it's going to break. It's going to break like like a piece of paper that, that you rip. It's going to break like a lollipop that gets thrown into the ground, you know? And when that relationship breaks, then the drama happens. And when the drama happens, then things get worse. And poly dramas, it gets very, um, very, very intense. It gets very vulnerable. You get very, very upset. It's not like a normal relationship where you both just walk away. Because like I said, if you have a child and you're poly and you both share custody with the child, then it's going to be really ugly. In court, it really is. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I've seen it. I've seen this happen so many, many, many times, ladies and gentlemen. Like, being poly is not for everybody, and that's fine, but I don't like when people tell me that I shouldn't be poly. I don't like when people tell me that I, um, that I really, really need to rethink my, my relationships with people. And it's like, well, um, that's no one else's business because. I know what I want in a relationship in poly terms. And I know how to deal with these things now. Like, I'm currently in therapy, ladies and gentlemen. Like, I'm in therapy. I have medications. I'm doing a little bit more better every each day. It's a struggle. It really, really is. But it doesn't stop me from saying that Poly is a wonderful thing, but also can be very emotionally draining. It can be very, very stressful. And I understand, <laughs> believe me, it was very stressful for me because I would always try to make Mr. J always happy, 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 right? And I would always try to make Mr. T really, really happy. It was, it, it was like juggling and it felt like my needs were not being met. And then when they gave those signs of saying, well, if you ever want to leave, yada, yada, just tell me. And so I told Mr. J that and look what happened look where the fuck I am because it feels like if you don't have that partner who doesn't let you express yourself who doesn't let you let, let you speak your feelings about something then that partner is not for you I'm sorry but a partner who degrades you and makes you feel like 
your feelings are not being met and they're not hearing what you are trying to say, then that person's not worth it. I just truly wished that I had better people in my life, especially friends, because when you have friends and Polly, you don't have to date them and that's and that's okay. Like I also wanted just friends, but I lost those friends because they all um disappear because they didn't want to deal with it and I understand. But um it really really hurts that that I lost those people. It really hurts that I lost Mr. J. It still hurts to this day and it still really hurts that I lost um Mr. T and a whole bunch of other people that I haven't really spoken about yet, you know? Like I just wished that um that we all could just sit down and talk about it, but I know that's not going to happen. Now, you guys may think like, "Oh, well, Ariel, you need to just shut the fuck up because it's been nearly going to be 7th month, 7 months in like November." Yeah, but you don't understand. It's been 5 fucking years. It was five fucking years a waste of my time because this person did not love me. And here I am making a goddamn podcast about this because people need to know those red flags. People need to know those red flags. People need to understand that if you have someone like Mr. J in your life, get rid of them. I don't care. If, if, if they love you, give you good sex, it doesn't matter. If you fluid bond with, fluid bond with them, hey, that's for you. I know I did. I know I, I, I did the same thing with, with Mr. J and I regret it. I regret fluid bonding with him. I really, really do. I also regret doing it with um, Mr. T as well. So it's it's very, very hard because you open yourself up to someone. You give them your body. You give them your attention and your love. And then they end up throwing it away. When that happens, you need to pick up yourself, dust it off, and find a therapist. Yes, you're going to cry your eyes out. Yes, you're going to scream. Yes, you're going to be wanting to die and kill yourself. And I get it. I was there. <laughs> Back in June, I wanted to do the same fucking thing. I, I wanted to die. I wanted to just go and disappear. But I didn't. I had to hold on to whatever insanity I had left. And I'm proud of myself for living. Like, good Lord, am I proud of myself for living. You know, like, if if you're really going through it, go to the hospital. Because I know that I went to the hospital, like, a few fucking times. But, um, like I said, I never thought that I would lose those people. And I never thought that he would hurt me like this. I seriously never thought that I would be having the worst goddamn summer of my life. And that really was the worst summer of my life of going to court and dealing with all of that bullshit, except for having to try to charge Mr. J for assault. Once again, like I said, I couldn't because apparently it's only been one year and they can't do shit about it. Now, I've learned that if it does happen again with anyone else in my life, then I will go to the hospital and I will have medical records of it because... I won't deal with that anymore. I don't allow people to hurt me and be in my personal space anymore. When I say personal space, I mean to never lay a fucking hand on me again. Because I won't tolerate it. 
I'll ask that person to leave. And this is this is just my advice for you guys. Never consent to choking. Don't ever consent to it. It is very fucking dangerous. Especially in BBSM. Especially in kinks. Especially when you're playing with your partners. I get it. You think it's a rush, but it's very dangerous. I, I, I don't care how safe you choke that person. Don't fucking do it. Don't fucking do it. I don't care. You can still fucking kill someone. It's, it's, it's very, very fucking serious. It really is. And I just wish that I didn't de decompress that fucking memory of him doing that to me. I wished to this fucking day that I actually went to the hospital and got it medically record, you know? But I didn't because I'm a fucking idiot. But today... I made an oath that if it ever happens to me again with any other partner I have in my life in the future, I'm not going to let it happen. Because you know why? Because I'm not going to let anyone take my power. I'm not going to let anyone take my vulnerability because this is my life, not theirs. People get a thrill of choking someone and thinking that they have their life in their hands, and they do, and it's fucking dangerous. I don't care if you guys think it's okay to choke someone when it's not. It is not okay. I don't care. Like, fucking report that shit. And I wish I did. And I made the most, big most biggest mistake of my fucking life of letting Mr. J get away with that. I let him get away with that. You know how angry and pissed off I am? I'm pissed. I'm angry. And I'm upset and hurt. Because I really thought that I would be happy. Like, today. Like, if none of that shit happened, then he would have been right here on a fucking Tuesday talking chilling and having making love and now here i am all all alone and it is what it is yes i i know that um ariel park like i don't understand why people think it's okay to hurt your partners especially during play especially during a scene so a scene is basically doing the wildest crazy fantasies that are safe and that are consented now what Mr. J did was not consented to the choking. That was something that I did not ask him to do. Just because you say that everything's consented does not mean that they get to do that to you. It does not matter. Because it's your life, not theirs. They don't get to have that life of yours. They don't get to take it away from you. It, it breaks my heart that <laughs> I'm even making this podcast because I don't even know if anybody's really hearing any of this. I don't even know if they're hearing any of this. And that's fine. Like, I'm just speaking from the fucking heart. You know? I just wished I learned from my past mistakes. I just wish that I could smack the 27-year-old me of getting ready to, to date Mr. J. Should have smacked myself. I wish I, I could go back in fucking time and tell her, don't fucking do it. Don't ever date that man. And yet I did. People say, oh, it was probably just a lesson. I'm like, no, that wasn't a lesson. That was fucking terrifying of someone trying to end your life so easily. You know? Like, I know that that polyamorous is something that I know that I'm most comfortable with in my relationships with people. I'm very comfortable with it, but I will not let someone try to take my life. 
I know that for a fucking fact. I just wish that I knew that back then. I just wish I didn't date him back then. I just wish that I didn't have to disappear from social media like I did. Yes, I do have an Instagram because it's used for my associate's degree in cosmetology school. And I need it because, well, it's kind of required, so I have no fucking choice on that part. But, um, yeah, I only use, well, this, but I also have to use uh, Instagram. And I don't really want to use Instagram, you know, because I, I, I don't want them to contact me. And that, and that's something that I need to tell the school, like, look, I don't want to use social media. I really, really don't. I could fucking care less about social media because, like I said, it's for my own fucking insanity and safety and my mental health because... Mental health and poly don't mix, like I said in the last episode. It's like vinegar and salt. And it just bubbles and bubbles and bubbles and explodes everywhere, you know? So, I <laughs> I love being polyamorous. I just haven't been with anybody since the, since the breakup. And that's okay. Like, people, if you're not with anyone right now, that's okay. Focus more on yourself. Now, when people say focus more on yourself, it means focus more on on the pain that was caused and say to yourself, how can I fix this? I won't have anybody in my corner anymore, but I can fix this on my own. I just need to have the strength for it. And that's what I'm doing. I'm learning to fix it for myself. I'm learning to fix the pain and the heartache and the crying and the screaming and the tears that he has caused me for so freaking long because my summer was got terribly awful so you got you just really have to ask yourself like how can you fix a broken heart when you don't have your friends anymore we don't have any more partners in your corner because when it adds up you're on your own and you gotta learn how to how to pick up the pieces and move forward and it's really hard like, it's really hard for me to really move forward because I have, well, no one. I mean, it it sucks. It really, really sucks because people are busy and I can totally understand that. But I don't like getting people involved in my situation. I decided that going dark on social media was the best thing. However, school happened and I'm like, oh, yay, because I'm in well, cosmetology school, and I kind of have to fucking uh, be in social media to promote all my shit, and I really fucking hate Instagram with a passion. I really, really do. But I got no fucking choice. Now do I, guys. And I just hope that (laughs) if they ever do hear all this, then holy shit, I would be shitting my pants, or I would be very, very shocked because I won't shut up about it. I won't be told to stop because I need to have an outlet of what happened. I need to make sure that people out there learn those red flags, you know, because if you don't learn those red flags, then you're going to be blindsided by, for example, love, and you're not going to see those red flags anymore because once love hits you, it's too late. You get screwed over. And it really sucks. It really does. So, I'll see you guys in the next episode. 
Uh, make sure you guys follow and subscribe here if you guys like to. Uh, and I will see you guys next time. Bye.